Coming live from Vancouver, Canada is our guest tonight. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Michelle Abraham, podcast expert, host of the Blissful Parenting Podcast, Padapalooza Event Podcast, and the Amplify You Podcast. And she's also the owner of Amplify You Company and several things. So I will bring that up in our discussion, Michelle. But first, a big welcome to the KJ Masterclass Live. Well, thank you so much, AJ, for having me. I'm super excited to be here with all of you and your amazing audience today. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Welcome to India. And obviously, this show is going to a lot of places. And I'm sure a lot of people will continue to learn, not just today, but later on also when this also goes on audio and obviously on video, it's going live right now. So my first question to you, Michelle, is, you know, I will come, we'll certainly be talking about how businesses and brands can use podcasting best for their growth and all the best things that it can give to them. But first, I want to understand you are so much about podcasting in terms of your achievement. Three podcasts, you know, podcasts are a host of three big, big uh, podcasts. You own a podcast company. So I wanted to understand for the audience is that uh, that did you go to podcasting or did podcasting come to you? How did this happen? Well, which led to living the life that you dreamt of. <laughs> That's a fantastic question. I love it. Did podcasting come to me or did I go to podcasting? I'd have to say that it was a combination of both. I started off in podcasting as a listener in 2010 when my son was born. And how I became a listener is I was a busy entrepreneur before having a baby. And having a baby made me slow down and actually made my business brain go a little mushy. And I was feeling the need for some, some really great marketing tips and some inspiration and motivation again. And so while I was playing on the floor with my son, I thought, hey, I'll turn on the Apple TV and see what I can come up with and see what's on this purple app that I see. So I turned on the purple app and sure enough, I found some podcasts that were amazing and they, they made me so inspired and motivated to hear stories of people just like you do on this show, AJ, people, stories of people who had an idea and they took their business to another level and the success they had. And that really motivated me and excited me to get back into business and uh, get myself kind of out of of like a postpartum funk I was in. And uh, I have to say that podcasting really saved my life. And in fact, I have a book coming out later this year all about how podcasting can change your life. And it's really just been one of those things that I fell in love with the modality of podcasting because of the change it had and the impact it had on me personally. And I thought, wow, if this is the impact that it had on me, I can't imagine the impact all these shows out there are having on their audience. And I want to be a part of that. So I went ahead and started learning all I could about podcasting. Right, Michelle, you have put it well. Let's go into it a bit more. You, you are a podcast host, a podcast expert, mm -hmm. and you are also an entrepreneur. You own company and you advise a lot of people on podcasting. Mm -hmm. And when we talk of podcasting, you know, 
we talk about the heart that one should be authentic and today even it's the same for brands and now i while going through your profile i also learned that you are living the life that you dreamt of and you live on a lake your children take a boat to their school sometimes they use a jet ski i don't know how how that works but that's how it works and you manage your business online so how do you manage look at podcasting because when authenticity is there then it's also a business where does is podcasting about heart is authenticity the heart of businesses how do you look at podcasting as an entrepreneur women entrepreneurs especially achieve so much you have been voted 16 in the last two years on podcasting podcast magazines list of top 50 moms in podcasting as a mom you manage the business so i wanted to understand is that it is podcasting about heart or where does where do you use the mind when you manage the business as an entrepreneur can you help understand about this i know it's a bit of a longest question i was just trying to you know bring the heart of the matter out so that it helps us understand what stuff you are made of and how do you think as a podcast host as a podcast producer as well as an entrepreneur ooh great question i really love to think about podcasting is um you know we're all born with this like message and this purpose and we all are searching for that purpose and when we find it and we know what it is and we feel aligned with a message that message just it's like a baby's it's like it cannot wait to come out anymore right it's a whole birthing process and we kind of think like podcasting is like a birthing process and when the show is ready to be born it, there's no holding it back there's no stopping that show from coming out of you and that message that comes out of you comes right from your heart and I, there's if you're not if you're not at that spot you have to dig a little bit deeper with your message before before you get going and so for example about 75% of shows fade out uh before they hit episode 20 and my belief is that that they didn't they didn't do their homework ahead of time they didn't find that message that was coming from their heart and they didn't find that um that that message that they just couldn't stop talking about if you can't think of a hundred things around the topic of your podcast to say then it's not ready to be born yet and that way you're really true to yourself and a lot of our clients come to us and they have a bit of fear when they're launching a show because they have this imposter syndrome but there's other shows already out there with my topic or there's other people already have the same you know the ideas i did and that's totally fine you're not out there your unique message is not out there and that's what we say to amplify you is your uniqueness is your genius amplifying it to the world is ours. So you come and you know that you are talking from the heart uh because you just can't stop talking about your topic. Then we'll help you get it out there in the world in a bigger, better way. And our job is to amplify your voice. So we call podcasting at Amplify You evolving out loud. So the best way to really make sure that it's authentic and make sure you're in alignment is just to start messy. Just press record and go. and over time you'll get more clarity and confidence in your message and it, you'll know it comes from the heart and it becomes authentic and for as far as business goes in entrepreneurship 
I think for me, the biggest, uh, the biggest success has come in business from the relationships that I've made through podcasting. And so there, because when you're being authentic and you're having a conversation like we are today, we're beginning a relationship and we'll continue on this relationship beyond this interview. And that's where so much magic happens in business and entrepreneurship and growth is through those relationships that you're building. Right, right, Michelle. So let's get to the heart of business. Again, for podcasting, as well as for brands and businesses, because they both have to align together to be able to bring out the best authentic voice from both the sides. Otherwise, at the moment, the pod paid is happening only in podcasting, but a lot of fading out is also happening in businesses. And that is why everywhere people are demanding authenticity from everybody they interact with. They don't have simply no time for for beating around the bush and just no time for uh, for uh, wrong stuff. And that is where it comes to how do businesses use podcasting for amplifying their best authentic voices? Who is this podcasting for? Which brands and businesses can make the best of podcasting. You have huge experience of, uh, you know, launching podcasts, three and over 300 podcasts, and your team publishes over 500 episodes a year. And it has been described by Shark Tank alumni Kevin Harrington as North America's top podcast management company. Who better than you? That's why you are the master on today's masterclass. Tell us about this whole stuff for new people who want to get into podcasting about how exactly this works, how authenticity can bring about the uniqueness that they have and also about brands, which in the course of time, forget about the uniqueness, the vision they started with and forget about the unique voice and authentic voice that the customer wants to hear from them. How does it work? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I think for businesses, it's really important they have their voice out there in a podcast because people learn in different ways. And one of the things I love about podcasting is that your listeners will listen to you and listen to you and listen to you. And then when they're ready, they're going to come to you and they're going to say, Hey, AJ, how do I, how, uh, where do I sign up for your program? Not just what do you do and how can I work with you? Because they already know you. They already like you. They already trust you. You're, you. They already know you're you're my person. So now they're ready to just sign up wherever, wherever the sign up is for your program, which is great. And that's what businesses want. They want to have those people that are already ready to buy. And it really helps nurture a, an audience from a cold person that doesn't know you to being a warm lead to being a hot lead in your business. So I think all businesses need to have a podcast almost as essential as a website because a quarter of the world listens by audio and learns by audio. And I think by being in their earbuds, it creates a really intimate relationship with you and the brand. And so for brands who are, um, you know, really uh, connected to their audience, they're going to be doing far better in business than the brands that are not connected to an audience. 
Um, so also I love growing a business by, you know, ha having audience feedback, you know, do you guys like this or this? And they tell us what they like. And so then we're creating things that we know people are wanting instead of thinking, what do we want to create or what do we think people want? We now know because we have a live audience that we can get feedback from. Right, right. Then how do we tell businesses and brands because podcasting is a big thing still unfolding. Mm -hmm. A lot of this world still has to see the benefits of podcasting, uh, you know, unfold for them. Right now, its predominant markets are US, Canada, a bit uh, in different countries, Brazil, and even in India, it's picking up. Mm -hmm. So how do you, as a podcast agency owner, tell, what do you tell the clients or potential clients, how exactly, you know, uh, they can use podcasting for their brand and business because it's a huge thing uh, if they can use podcast marketing for their business growth. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of people, when they come to us, they say, well, you know, Michelle, I like the idea of podcasting, but it's like another thing I have to do. I'm already doing social media. I'm already doing all this other stuff. And I like to share with them that, you know, it is the one thing you should do. <laughs> you, can, you can figure out the rest of it because from your podcast, you're going to create all the other content that you need for social media. So you sit down once a month and create a couple of episodes um, that then you can use and repurpose and, and put out there. And, and that covers all your social media really for, for the month. And so one of the things that, you know, that's number one, people are coming to us saying that they're so busy, they don't want to add another thing to their plate. Well, if they take, if they do podcasting, then they no longer have to think of all the other content they need to create. They just create it from their podcast episodes because there's tons of juicy content in a podcast episode. The second thing, AJ, is, you know, when people are thinking about starting a podcast, I think it's really important that the brand knows their audience really well. And so when the brand knows their audience, they can connect with them and, and get to know them a lot better. And it can really help them um, grow their business really easily. Now, one of the ways that the 90% of the podcast industry thinks about monetizing a show or growing a show is through ads and sponsorship. And actually, I believe that a show... If we're, if you're in, I mean, the world that, let me just paint the picture. The world that we work in is with specifically with entrepreneurs and podcasting. And we only work with shows that are doing something with a positive impact in the world. So those are kind of, that's kind of the shows that we are working with. So for us, those shows are better off to have an ad in their show that goes to their own programs and services than a random sponsor on their ad. They're not going to, they're not going to make as much money. So I like to share with our clients that the best thing a podcast can do for you is to be a networking tool. So it is the best way to open doors to relationships that you want to have. So if there's someone out there in the space that I want to get to know and I want to have a relationship with, but I don't know any other way to open the door to them and I don't have any connections with them, I reach out and invite them on my podcast. Very rarely do people say, no, they don't want to be on the podcast. And this does two things. One, it opens the door and starts a relationship with that person. And number two, it allows me to lead with service. I'm doing something for someone else first before I ever ask for anything in return. And so that's the type of business we like to do where we get to provide something for someone and lead, lead with service first. 
And one of the great things about being able to do business in this way with the connections and, and the leading with service um, is that you just, the incredible people that you meet on the shows can either become clients or they can become collaborative partners. AJ, I made over six figures last year from two different podcast interviews I did. I, both of those people I met through my podcast, we connected so well, we created a program together, each of uh, each of them. And both of those programs have done over six figures last year. And those are just side projects for my main business. And they all had to do with podcasting. And the only the only reason I met those two people was through my podcast. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, let's look at podcasting and business now and the unique voice for each of them. For podcast hosts, especially we know, what one's unique voice is, uh, whether whatever niche they uh, choose for themselves, and they go developing that. What about businesses? How do you help them find their unique voice? Because one thing is different when an ad agency comes to them and they make an ad about their product or service. Uh, their vision is, as many cases it is, and I'll be true to that, is that people forget. A lot of companies just forget about their vision. I, I, whether that exists even, nobody knows. How, and, and podcasting is we got to actually, you know, connect with the, uh, with the consumer, with the potential customers, stakeholders, and a lot of other people, uh, they need to gel with you. They need to understand. It's a heart-to-heart -heart connection. You are very close to, uh, to the person that you are catering your product or services to. How do they, then you help them find that unique voice? Do they really want to understand about their unique voice? And even if they want to understand it less, how do you still manage to find a workable unique voice for brands and businesses who are interested in podcasting? That's a, that's a good question. So the so where we work with mostly is like coaches. And so I can share with you from the coach's perspective. So when a coach comes to us, usually they've overcome something and that's usually what they're coaching on. Well, how we help them find their unique voice is that <clears throat> we take it back to Donald Miller's grind story. This is one of my favorite books and it's how all Hollywood movies are made and it's how all successful marketing is done is through following this framework. So a big mistake I see happening with podcast hosts out there is that they go out there and try to be the expert. And so as the host, they're the expert and they're sharing all this great content. And however, the content is great. It's not connecting with the audience. So if we turn it around a little bit and we say, okay, podcast host, you're not the expert. You're the guide in this story and your listeners are the heroes. And usually your hero in a story is looking for a guide to help them find their way. So just like what you're doing in this show, AJ, is perfect because you're bringing on experts and you're helping guide your audience who are entrepreneurs and businesses and brands looking to grow their businesses. And you're bringing on people that are going to help them do that. So you're helping guide your listeners um, to their to their success. And so 
um, this is really where uh, it's helping your listeners become the hero. So as a podcast host, that's our job is to be the guide. And you don't have to be miles ahead and the expert. You just have to be a few steps ahead. So let's take, for example, a a personal trainer. She may be a personal trainer who has overcome maybe insulin resistance or something like that. And, and so she's maybe just a few steps ahead of her clients and her listeners. Um, but the listeners are resonating with her story because they can relate to her and maybe some of the people she's bringing on to the show they can relate to her as well and relate to their stories if they don't relate to the host some the guests they'll they'll relate to and so finding that voice is really important and it's usually by sharing stories the more stories we can share about our past experiences and our past uh journeys and our where we come from and how we've gotten to where we're going today based around the topic of the show that's where we're going to really resonate with the audience and we have a four step um first four episode series that helps our listeners connect with our hosts as they're launching their show so that they have have that foundation of understanding who the host is and how the host is going to help them during this podcast. And so I love what you're doing here, AJ, because it's perfectly aligning with what I'm saying is that you're the guide here and you're really helping your, your audience members become the, the heroes. Thank you. Thank you. And so do you, you are doing it and you are doing it much, much widely, Michelle. And so now let's look at again, the businesses. A lot of people are on, you know, on fence-sitting. They are the fence-sitters. They don't know which side to go, whether to go for it or not. And suddenly, in the last few months especially, a lot of news reports have come. People are uh, sounding a bit negative. Some especially media reports have come about negative reports about few of these podcast companies, big, big, big companies that they are not doing well. And there is that, that challenge for podcasting happening. As a podcast host, you may look at, or perhaps even ignore it. But how do you look at it as a business owner whose full business is based around podcasting and providing value to your brands and businesses? Now, if any of your clients can come and ask, uh, listen, Michelle, I'm not going to get into or I have doubts because there is so much of news report coming in that, you know, podcasting is perhaps on a decline. How do you look at it? from that point of view, who are trying to almost paint a doomsday scenario for this upcoming industry. Yeah, that's interesting. I have never, haven't heard that podcasting is in a decline uh, at all. Actually, I just opened up an email this morning that said it's had more growth in listenership than it ever has in ever. So it's on an increase of listenership. But what I do see happening, especially in the U.S., I'm in Canada, but a lot of our clients are U.S.-based, so we have clients all over the world. What I see happening is that the news is predicting a, a recession in business. And, um, you know, one of the things that I always say uh, to our clients is that if you, you know, we're not, we're not, you're, you want to have your your podcast be a really main part of your business so that you're always in communication with your listeners. So we saw a huge amount of new podcasts come out during COVID because that was the way that people were able to communicate with their audiences while they were not um, able to see them in person, right, it was through podcasting. 
for us in our business, how we are keeping our clients um, shows going and helping them really grow their show during this time where people think there's a recession coming or doomsday kind of news, right? Uh, We try to ignore that kind of news, but Uh, The reason that we can keep our clients going and growing is because of the way we've set it up with them. So they're using their show to reach relationships and create new relationships with people who are going to help grow their show. So they position their show to talk to their current clients, to talk to potential new clients, to talk to potential joint venture partners. So they've set up their show in a way so they're in constant contact with the people that are going to grow their business. So the podcast becomes an essential tool in their business rather than just something that's a marketing thing that they need to do to get more exposure. We look at it as an essential tool to growing your show because you're always in contact with the leads and the people that are coming in. So not just looking, not just waiting for an audience to grow and then convert. We're actually looking for the guests, the hosts, or the people that we're bringing on our show and people we're having conversations with to help grow our business as well. So it's integrated really heavily into the business so that there's no way our clients are going to stop doing their show. Wonderful. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, a big component of podcasting is podcast guesting and podcast guests. Podcast hosts already are facing this thing called pod fit, 75 to 85%. And, you know, not more than, you know, many of them do not produce shows beyond 10 episodes. And new, new ones come in. Now, podcast guests, if, you, if, I, look, uh, if I share with you how I look at is is that Though they make a good, you know, amount of bringing value to that whole thing, they are the ones who have the least amount of skin in the game. Mm-hmm. They just come, make the best, and several of them are very good guests. But a lot of them yet to learn how to be a good guest. Mm-hmm. We say something in podcasting is that give, give, give. And someday God will give you. But it does not happen. Many of these guests I've seen, they just go and give it to some people, but never to the people who are actually helping them produce the source. And then what happens is that uh, there is a certain degree of urgency on several of these people's side. And there is a new term I'm coming up is that, you know, guess ghosting. Oh, and I will be writing an article on that very soon. Why exactly? So, because there is a whole lot of issues coming. You will some of them. Perhaps if somebody has written a book, they are there. It's almost like a tour, and then do five, seven, ten, twenty, fifty shows, and then you are going away, and you are paying money only to a certain agency or what, whoever you are, or your publicist or whoever it is. And the podcast host is not getting anywhere and as he's basically waiting for God to send him an advertiser, which will never happen. What would you tell many of these guests, you know, how to be a good guest mm-hmm. when they are guesting? One example I'll tell you is that a lot of guests come and they promise you something. But why do they have to do it? They don't need, they are not obliged to tell you that. 
and if you don't if you just tell it and the guest host takes you seriously then you will get exposed after if, because the podcast is yet to be released he will not release your podcast or he will become a part of your podcast will become a part of podpate so you don't do some small talk but you don't promise something wrongly so what are the do's and don'ts of podcast guesting that you suggest and what are the few things that you would want to add especially from a person like me as i said i am writing an article on how on about podcast uh, you know uh, podcast hosting actually and guess mm-hmm. and, and that's a different thing we'll go but wh- how how do you like to put this whole perspective of podcast guests especially those who have no skin in the game yeah well, that's great i you know it's funny cuz our agency is very different where we do help podcasters launch their show and we manage their show for them so that they just do the content and they send it to us and we do everything else and then we also book people on shows so we see it from both sides of it and one thing that's really interesting that's happening to me is that a lot of the podcast hosts will have guests on their show and then they'll never send the guests an email just to let them know when the show comes out or they'll never send them any assets so then the guests can't promote the show cuz they don't know it's out and then that makes the podcast host not very happy because the guest is not promoting the show but the host never sent anything to promote so here's how i see this whole situation <laughs> uh, that- i need to add the podcast a <laughs> uh, podcast ghosting also Uh, ghosting as well in that article yeah it's very surprising to me i'm like why is this host not sending information or not 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 telling the guests that the show's out anyways very interesting we give our hosts an audiogram a videogram a cover art to send to the guests so that they can promote it and make it very easy so number one the host need to make it easy for the guests to promote but number two guests they're showing up somewhere where someone already has an audience so here's a couple of tips of just really quick dirty tips that are really going to help people be better guests. One, show up on time. Show up when you're scheduled to do it and be there and be present. Turn off your phone, <laughs> turn off your distractions. Uh compliment the host, compliment their audience. Make sure you've listened to an extra episode or a couple of episodes. Go and subscribe to their show or follow their show. Leave them a review on their show. And then when the show comes out, promote the heck out of it and tag them in it because they've done you a really service by having you on their show of this audience they've built. So now you owe it to them as a guest to go and start promoting the heck out of that show, right? So those are some things. Then also I call my favorite one is the FU. So AJ, the FU is the follow up and if you don't follow up it's like the fu right the bad fu so following up is so important like a thank you goes a long way or a hey aj are you looking for more guests on your show i can connect you with a few great people or hey aj are you looking to be on a show i can have you on my show or i can have you i know a few other hosts that would like to have you on their show so what else can you do as a law of reciprocity to give back to that host that just so generously put you up on that pedestal in front of their audience. And the other my last tip, my favorite tip is if you or my two favorite tips, okay, two, I'll get to you, right? Okay, I'll say. So, 
two is number um is try to incorporate something from a previous episode that you heard someone say into the current episode. So that really helps the listener go, oh, wait, I didn't hear that. I'm going to go back and listen to that in another episode. That was really cool. Um, and then my last one is smile, even though I know we're on video right now, but for a lot of shows, um, we're actually on audio only and you can hear in a, if someone's smiling in their voice. Um, and so I think it's really important to smile when you're when you're recording in a podcast because people can hear your smile. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful tip indeed. And especially the smiling part, because <laughs> in audio, people can listen it much more eloquently. It can be, you know, and, and that that's a very good suggestion. My last question to you, uh, Michelle, is that you stay in a lake. You have achieved in podcasting, in your life as an entrepreneur, and now you can choose things in your life. How do you look back at the life? And now, how do you, you know, uh, that, that you have lived, and now that you are more in control of things in terms of your finances, in terms of everything else, leading a dream life, what is your other dream that you want to fulfill from? Are there more dreams? What is it that you seek for yourself now, standing from wherever you are at this moment? Oh, that's a great question. I, you know, AJ hasn't been like an overnight success, as many entrepreneurs will tell you. It may seem like it's like a, we picked the lane and everything went smoothly. Well, I had to pick the podcasting lane because a friend of mine, about six years ago said to me, Michelle, I know you're really good at what you do, but I have no clue what you do. And I'm like, oh, shoot, she's a really good friend of mine. If she doesn't understand what I do, that means my customers aren't understanding what I do either. And at that time, we were helping people with funnels and digital marketing and, and online courses and publishing books and podcasting. And I was like, okay, out of all of these things, what do I like to do the best? And where do I see like the growth really happening right now? And so I picked podcasting. And the minute I picked podcasting was when we saw this growth. Before it was like this, <laughs> right? And so my my advice to listeners today is pick your lane fast, pick it sooner than later, <laughs> and then stick with it. And then once you do, keep keep having your next dream because your dreams, when they come uh, into fruition, when you are focused on them and you think about them and you manifest them and you work towards them, they do happen. And when they happen, I think the number one thing is to make sure you're always in alignment and happy with where you are at. And so don't be afraid to relaunch your podcast or re realign it with your message and your mission. Sometimes as we grow and we evolve through podcasting, our message and businesses over here and our podcast is here and they got out of alignment. So just refresh new episodes, new, a new season is important for me. My next ev evolution is, you know, at Amplify You, we help you with your vision, your voice, your visibility. And, and that's, we do that through podcasting and through our program. And once we do that, now I'm looking to work with high vibe leaders, helping with them raise their vibration and help them have more fun in their life and make more money at the same time. And so now we're taking high vibe leaders on retreats around the world. And that's been a goal of mine for a long time. So we just did one in Mexico. Um, and then we took our team to Mexico. We just came back yesterday. 
And uh, now our next one is going to be in Canada. And, uh, and then in the summer, we're taking them on a, a cruise. So that's going to be, that's our next evolution is to amplify you adventures for our high vibe leaders. Wonderful. Wonderful. All I can say is may life take you on a treat you to many more retreats and much more happiness. With this, <laughs> on this happy note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Thanks for having me.